This is the Skulls of Wrath Heavy Metal Podcast, presented by thejoyofmetal.com. Visit thejoyofmetal.com for more. This is Pat from Sabathon. Hey, this is Brendan Small, creator of Metalocalypse, and you're listening to Dale. This is uh, Satchel from Steel Panther. This is Randy, the singer from Lamb of God. Ted from Amanomar. Liam from Dillinger Escape Plan. This is Max Cavalera from Cavalera Conspiracy. Hey, this is Chuck Billy from Testament. This is Francesco Paoli from Flash to the Apocalypse. Dino Cazares from Fear Factory. This is all of Summer Force, and you're listening to Skulls of Wrath. Right, Clue, welcome to another show. Uh, now, very special episode of the podcast today, actually. It is, um, I have for you, uh, the first interview for the new year, for 2020. Uh, I speak with Corrosion of Conformity guitar player, Woody, uh, Weatherman, Woodrow Weatherman. Um, Corrosion of Conformity, he's a, he's a founding member, founding guitar player, and the sole consistent member since the band, uh, kicked things off in 1982. Now, the band, um, I guess, COC themselves, they're New Zealand and Australia for the first time since 2014. Uh, and the first time it's a four-piece, Pepper Keenan, since, uh, well, I understand in 2001, I think. Um, correct me if I'm wrong somewhere in, on social media. Please, by all means. Um, but the dates are Auckland, they're heading up Auckland first, uh, down under. Um, Tuesday, the 4th of February at Galatos, they'll be playing with, uh, with support with, um, support from Just One Fix and Shepherd's Rain. So that's an awkward New Zealand. That's, as far as I can tell, it's their only New Zealand show. Um, as far as I can tell. Uh, they're also in uh, Adelaide on the 4th, no, on the 5th of February. Perth on the 6th of February. Uh, Melbourne on the 7th. Brisbane on the 8th. And they're running up their Australian uh, New Zealand tour in Sydney on the 12th of February. Um, so it's... Especially that sort of Brisbane to Sydney, there's a few days in between, and I think, um, as you'll hear from the interview, um, they're going to sort of take things a bit easy, get over jet lag, potentially, or at least, I mean, ready between the lines, um, have a few days in Auckland prior to their, um, their show at Galatos with Just One Fix and Shepherd's Rain on the 4th. Now, these guys are still on the tour cycle from their previous uh, 2018 album, uh, No Cross, No Crown. Um... And typically, I guess in a case like this, uh, because New Zealand's usually at the end of a tour cycle, a global tour cycle, uh, that's the other thing. We typically, the, the sort of, the usual fluff question is to ask about a new album, um, or, you know, if their plans, what their plans are, and all that sort of stuff. So not too, uh, many, I didn't have the time. Um, a lot to talk about, a lot of other sort of interesting, slightly more interesting things, I think, from my point of view. But also, well, arguably, um, but seeing, in research for this, obviously, we sort of, you look into, um, everything that they have and you sort of see other interviews online and whether it's years gone by or last year or whatever it is, uh, it has been mentioned by various members of the band that they won't, well, they tend, they're not a band that will write on the road. Uh, they basically will sit down and sort of just work out the album, uh, when they're putting it together, recording it, whatever it is, whether that's in the studio or whatever their process is, not too sure, but that's, that's that. And, uh, and, I mean, and t- to tie that into this tour schedule, after they finish Australia, they have a, a short break, and then they've got this massive European run. Um, and it doesn't seem to be that much time between now and many months down the track to even think about squeezing in an album uh, recording session, let alone putting it all together and thinking about what to actually do and all that sort of stuff. So, um, taking that into account, I didn't bother asking the question, 
Uh, maybe I should have. But um, I had other things to look at, I guess. Because they're coming to New Zealand uh, very, very shortly. So it's it's mid to late January now, 2020. And, you know. So there you go. So just before you ask, I know it's one of those standard questions that I always ask, especially sort of, well, it's been a couple of years. Anyway, we're going to jump in, uh, straight into the interview now. Uh, but please go check us out at thejoyofmetal.com. That's our website and joyofmetal.com at gmail.com is our email. If you've got anything for our regular podcast where we have announcements or um, any other comment, uh, social media, or their email address um, should should work, should get the message through. Uh, but now, I, I did put the foot in the gas to try and get this turned around and, and online as quickly as I could. Uh, it wasn't really helped by the slightly warmer uh, than last week temperatures. I think summer's finally hit us down here, and... Uh, if you're watching the YouTube version, the, the, the visual side of it, uh, you may just see me sweltering in the sauna that was uh, the vehicle that I was recording in. Um, it was the middle of the day, they had this uh, sun, hot, uh, oof, very warm inside a locked up car to try and keep the sound uh, as crisp and clean as I could for the recording of the interview. Um, not much else, go visit our website, send us an email if you want to, if you need to. Um, uh, corrosion of conformity. We speak with guitar player. Ah, cool. All right. Um, so, I mean, how's it going with yourself and the band at the moment? It's going great, man. I've been been home for a a, a minute or two uh, from the last tour and uh, chomping at the bit to get back out there, man. It's it's been far too long since we've been down to New Zealand. I know that, man. I'm ready to get back. Yeah, no, I saw online, what, uh, God, too many things I'm looking at. Uh, were you guys, you're over in, was it Poland or somewhere like that? Uh, fairly recently, yeah. Yeah, we, we uh, well, let's see the last, yeah, we've been, man, we've been all all over the place, back and forth. But yeah, we were just over there uh, going up through Warsaw. We had the opportunity to go to a, two countries we had never been to, believe it or not, uh, Latvia and Estonia. That was a trip of... Uh, fantastic but uh man we've been out for like two more than two years you know the record came out two years ago uh the last record and we we were out on the road before that thing came out so we, we've been doing some traveling yeah no for sure now look, um before we get into the interview uh proper i just got to be honest here and say that uh I, cards on the table i do have a, only an extremely limited uh exposure to to uh coc no problem um but it was the sort of quickly uh, running through um, some of the YouTube clips when I got the email opportunity, uh, the interview opportunity, uh, which sort of spurred me on um, to this. So if, if I sound a bit um, like a regular media type person, that's, uh, you know, without the background knowledge, <laughs> that's why. Um, no problem at all. But very interested in you guys. Ah, awesome. Now, I just, like I said, uh, running through, um, especially some of your old music videos, I'm just wanting to gauge your opinion on, I guess, uh, your impact on on the 90s. I f- feel like there's a certain vibe that um, was heavily present with you guys. I think you represent it quite well, but there's also uh, a similar thing reflected through a lot of music coming out through the 90s, as well as some of the weirder side of stuff, obviously. But, I mean, I'm just wondering if this was pushed by you guys, you think, as a major influence by you guys, or, or maybe it was just 
you know, the whole, uh, still being influenced a lot by Sabbath and um, all the sort of that first generation heavy metal coming through, that the bands were still, you know, I was wondering on your right. opinion on, on that in, in 90s. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think for us, uh, you know, as with so many other bands, man, a, a lot of our influences were, you know, the, uh, you know, the 70s big rock bands, you know, and, and of course with us, we were, we sort of uh, delved a little bit into the hardcore punk thing too, you know, I think we the energy, say like a, a you know a, a black flag or or you know bad brains or, or or so many others like really influences a lot. But I mean, it, really from day one we were like, you know, we were just big giant Sabbath heads. You know, Thin Lizzy was a big influence, and uh, you know a lot of the Southern blues stuff too for us. And and you know you you, you uh, speak of the '90s. I mean, you know, we a couple of our uh, you know, most well-known albums came out in the '90s. So I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to say about it, but I mean, you know, it, it was uh, it was a, a crazy time for us. We we had already been you know a band for well over a decade at that time. So we sort of we sort of had our our vibe was already pretty well entrenched. Even though uh, we did we we've never been a, a band that's been fighting to sort of deviate what we have done previously. You know. Uh, definitely not not a band that uh, wants to alienate fans. Uh, you know, it's not really our game. We, I think, we're, especially at this point in in the life of the band, it's uh, people know that they they can expect something different, but it's still going to sound like corrosion. You know, it's uh, we're not going to throw them too much of a curveball. Yeah, no, cool. Um, yeah, uh, as, just as another aside, um, I'm being flooded online with pictures and videos from the recent 70,000 tons of metal cruise um, but I noticed you guys were on the inaugural uh, mega cruise uh, and this sort of this sort of trend of having um, what thousands of metalheads stuck together on a boat uh, with uh, you know a dozen or so metal bands I mean, what's that experience like I mean to me it kind of sounds like it could be pretty horrifying especially if you're like a band and you're well known I mean, what was that right. situation like? You know, it's it's. Uh, we've done a few of those things. We did the uh, last motorboat cruise. That was the last, uh, you know, uh, a motorhead cruise they did. And and like you just mentioned, we just just uh, did the uh, inaugural mega cruise, which was great. I mean, uh, we love doing them. We we always if we if they if the offer comes in to do that stuff, we. It, it's it's actually a lot of fun, you know, because uh, really, you know, the people that are on there, they may be, you know, there's a lot of fans and all that stuff, but they, it's like everybody's on a boat together and uh, having a good time and, and, you know, maybe hitting the bar or whatever. And, uh, you know, people are mostly very, very respectful, respectful of it all. So it uh, goes over quite well. You know, I got to admit, I, the, the first one we did, I was a little skeptical. I was like, man, I don't know, five days on a cruise ship sounds crazy, but uh, it, it it comes across very, very well, very nicely. Uh, now, obviously, speaking of uh, tours and all that, um, uh, February, you're coming to Australia and New Zealand for the first time in a wee while. Uh, general uh, media question, are you looking forward to coming back down under? We absolutely are, and, and of course, you know, especially when it comes to uh, the dates in Australia and the fans over there, we've, as everybody knows, you know, we've been following uh, some of the 
the news very closely from that, and we're just wishing everybody well. And uh, it's, uh, I know it's a, some tragic events down there, but uh, for us, it's been back with, with Pepper uh, as a four-piece. The last time we came down under and to New Zealand and everywhere, we were we were traveling as a three-piece. This is back uh, ever six, seven years ago. And uh, the last time we came as a four-piece with Pepper, Pepper uh, fronting the band was back in 2001. Uh, we came down to, uh, supporting the Pantera guys, so it's been it's been quite a while. I mean, that's like 19 years ago or something, you know. So uh, we're we're chomping at the bit, uh, so to speak, and uh, really looking forward to it, man. There's just fantastic fans and uh, you know, uh, fantastic scenery. It's gorgeous, lovely countries. Uh, just really excited to be coming back, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I, that 2001 tour, I just, I got to say, if, I remember Pantera coming down then. I was I was just fresh into metal, maybe two or three years. Uh, and I had a bunch of mates going to it, and I chickened out. Ah. I regret it to this day. I wish I had gone, but it's just, it seemed too much for me because they, they were such a band, you know, they had all that. Right. Uh, and I just, I, I, I couldn't... <laughs> I chickened out. I was what, fifteen, sixteen at the time, and I just. just... <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, you know that that wound up being almost. Uh, that was like almost the last thing that Pantera did as a band. You know, uh, they. Yeah. I think they did one more little short run in the U.S. Maybe, but uh, that that was one of their last tours. No, uh, tell me about it. I'm, I'm kicking myself to this. Day. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um. Now, uh, oh yeah, so um, obviously it's sort of, it looks like it's a fly-in, fly-out kind of uh, show here in New Zealand at least. You've got a couple over in Australia, so it's a little bit better, but yeah. um, compared to sort of the long haul, the, you know, the road time over in the States and the long flying kind of situations here down uh, overseas, right. is there, um, I mean, how do you feel about that? Is that is, I mean, are you prefer to just load up a bus and just do whole bunch of tours uh, uh shows over in the states or do you like sort of yeah i mean it, kind of it is it, it is it is a little easier to uh, just you know have your unit and have all your own gear and all that kind of stuff flying well as anybody knows i mean who gets on an airplane these days it's not the most most pleasurable experience you know <laughs> uh and, and it's you know uh, it is a very long flight uh coming down your way it's come up here but uh it's worth it it's totally worth it for us, you know, and, 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 uh, and, and, uh, we, we actually are flying right into Auckland, which is, which is very nice. And we're coming in a couple days early. So it'll give us a chance to, uh, you know, go around and check things out again and, uh, you know, maybe have a pint or two and just enjoy ourselves before the first show. So that, uh, that's like our little reward to ourselves. It'll, it'll be cool. <laughs> Uh, and it works perfectly into this question I actually wrote down. And I was sort of one of these questions I was going to uh, give or take. Um, I recently saw a, uh, I guess uh, Pepper do a, a Bus Invaders video on YouTube or wherever it was. Um, yeah. And he, he mentioned that uh, you particularly liked, um, well, I guess sometimes liked uh, to sample local beers. I do. Um, obviously, with your couple of days. Uh, well, we said a couple of days. I was wondering if you're going to do that. And I have a note here, I just as a joke, because I know the guys. Um, I think Ricardo and the lads from Just One Fix, who are one of your support acts, I think that would be. Uh, they could probably point you in the uh, in the direction of a good drop. I think. Uh, that'd be great. That'd be great, man. <laughs> We're always up for that. 
Oh, cool. Uh, now, uh, further research. Now, I saw an interview with Mike Dean saying that, um, yeah, since the release of No Cross, No Crown, um, I guess you guys as a band have, have developed your chemistry and uh, you said about stretching out and improvising. Is that something I guess the New Zealand fans can can expect with this this, uh, this show, um, especially I guess compared to 2014 when you're last year? I think so. I mean, obviously, uh, with with the uh, the catalog music that we have under our belts, you know, uh, the with uh, as a, as a four piece here. I mean, we're going to be going back. We'll be pulling a few uh, few favorites out of out of the hat, you know, along with a couple of the ones. You know, we're not going to over overdo it on. Uh, on the new album, even though it's uh, got a lot of fans that uh, ask for songs off that, but we're going to be going back and you know playing the Wise Blood stuff and uh, and uh, and the Deliverer stuff, of course, and uh, you know people might expect to hear a song or two off of America's uh, Volume Dealer and, and among others. So we're gonna we'll we'll see how it goes. We've, we've had some discussions back and forth about uh, you know the set list and whatnot and. Uh, but it'll it'll be a diverse selection. Ho- hopefully, a little something for everybody in there. Ah, cool. Well, that, that perfectly answers my um, my follow up question there. Uh, but I guess again, as another aside, there's a lot of bands out there trying to make oh, I don't know. I guess make a tour package worthwhile for for the die court, uh, the diehard fans. Um, and right. uh, like Obituary, for example, are coming down uh, very shortly and um, playing all of uh, Cause of Death, the, the one album. Um, and then we'll sprinkle a few things at the end. Is uh, what's your opinion on that? Are you um, you're not averse to doing a um, say one of your hit albums from uh, your back in the day? Just do a tour on that, and then do it, or do you prefer to mix things up more? We, well, you know, we we of course it, it seems to be a fairly popular thing these days. And uh, through the course of this past year, it was a the anniversary of our Deliverance album. Uh, oh, was the 25th anniversary of uh, this past year, and so we had, you know, a lot of uh, promoters and stuff. You know, they'll, they'll try to get you to do that. You know, or uh, you know, uh, try to get you. To, but we, we we didn't really do. It. I mean, we 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 did take a bow to it and and you know go heavy in the set list with tunes off of that record. But uh, I think we just got too many too many things we we want to play and and too many albums. So uh, you know, we don't really get into that whole just doing one album kind of thing. I mean, I, I understand it and I get it, but it just, uh, you know, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, we didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, cool. Uh, all right. So there's you know, classic cracks that I've heard more than uh, once recently, uh, you know, along the lines of uh, vote with a bullet, for example, just to change right. topics on, on questions here. Uh, now that one there, right. obviously, Revealed a certain uh, political awareness, I think, from the you know from the entrenched right. in the nineties. There, um, are you guys still sort of keeping up with that sort of uh, frame of mind these days? Or was it sort of more of a uh, passion of youth nineties kind of situation? I, you know, I, I think that, that, uh, that there's always pertinent topics uh, in the political world. You know, I think obviously we never want to be too pointed with stuff. I mean, you mentioned vote with a bullet. I guess that's a little that's kind of to the point, but, you know, but I mean, we, I think uh, Pepper, you know, who's the main lyricist, he, he writes a lot. And, and Mike Dean, our bass, bassist also uh, does some contributing on that. But I think <clears throat> both of those guys are very adept at uh, addressing topics, but not making it, uh, not being too overt with it, not being so obvious with what it is. 
may come across meaning different things to to uh, you know uh, different different folks, you know, which I think is good, man. You don't want to, you know, for me personally, man, I don't want to go out there with you know and with one topic and just be like, yeah, we're you know and hammer it on home like this politician's awful or whatever, you know. I don't I'm just not into that kind of stuff. I, I think uh, some of the some of the uh, subject matter they broach is is uh, important and is interesting, but not in too too obvious of a way, you know. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's um, no, perfect. Um, I was just kind of along that line. Um, kind of, I feel like you guys these days obviously come into it as, as, a, as a new uh, <clears throat> new fan, I guess. Um, sort of the image that you have is sort of you know, you've got the southern sort of blues rock and it's sort of kind of slightly more easygoing or um, or whatever but it's sort of with being outside of America and apart from governmental politics is we seem to hear a lot of personal politics I don't know what you call it identity politics or whatever you, um, you sort of call that have you sort of um, encountered any of that has there been any conflict with that or is it just just completely uh, a non-issue for you guys it, well, for me personally, definitely a non-issue. I don't. I definitely. I'm definitely not jumping into the identity politics thing, man. You know, I got. I got too many important things going on. I, that's not for me. No, I. I you know, I, I steer totally clear of that. You know, I. I live in the country, and I. Uh, you know, I have a good time uh, relating nature, and and when I travel, I have a good time relating with other people. And, and playing music, and those are the important things to me. So, I leave the uh, identity politics at, at the back door. 